from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Well, you know, first and foremost, offensively, just, you know, what you can say, I mean, you keep your offensive coordinator, who's somebody that you know all too well, and he becomes your head coach. So as an offensive player, you know, which, what was your initial reaction to knowing that the guy that you had spent so much time with was now going to be representing the whole team? Uh, I was excited, to be honest. Uh, no coach, Coach Applewhite is offense-oriented, so uh, he has a lot to, to offer to the offense and a lot of knowledge to give to our next offense coordinator that he wants to implicate in the offense that he probably couldn't do at first. Um, and I know he likes to throw the ball, so that's always good. <laughs> and when you're on an offense going into this season that doesn't have Greg Ward Jr., he was such a big piece and such a key component. So when you move forward from that, what can you say about you know who's who's there under center for you and, and moving forward from Greg? Uh, I'm confident in the quarterbacks that we have here. I mean, of course, Greg was a great player, and uh, he will be missed in our offense, of course. But uh, I'm confident in the players that we have. Um, the Kyle Allen, Kyle Postma, the Eric King, and Bryson Smith, the freshman guy that came in. Uh, they're all hard workers, and I'm excited to uh, to see how um, how they do this fall camp. As a receiver, does it? you or does it give you some anxiety going into the fall having a bunch of different quarterbacks trying to find their way? Um, I would say it kind of excites me because uh, I know that everybody's going to be trying to perform at the best of their ability and it kind of gives me confidence that whoever uh, coaches decide to put up there uh, and slide as the starting quarterback that uh, they'll be ready uh, because they'll be competing. Uh, they'll be competing for the position. When you look at the offense, obviously with, with Major staying here, you would think that there would be a lot of parallels from past years and, and everything would stay relatively the same. But are there new wrinkles and nuances to this offense? Has there been any changes to it that you're excited about? Um, not too many major changes, uh, but we have we have a couple of different wrinkles, uh, which is to expect when you have different players and uh, different skill sets um, to take advantage of. But uh, for the most part, it's not too much. I just drastically changed. Looking at Houston and, and looking at this West Division, it seems to be wide open every single year. There's teams like Memphis and, and Navy that that push, but there's also positives with Tulsa and Tulane, and and you know, uh, and this there's there's so many different teams that have found their place or found some footing. SMU's won some good games and they've pushed teams and, and gotten close in certain games. So, how would you define the West Division when you look at what you're up against every? Uh, I would define our division as being one of the best divisions, uh, if not in this conference, in the country. I think we got some of the best talent uh, around the country that I would put up against anybody, uh, which is, I mean, you can see uh, from the competition, the teams that we played throughout the seasons for us, if not Memphis, playing Ole Miss, or us playing OU, or just go down the list of teams that we've played. I think we got some of the best talent on our side of the conference. Houston's won the, some of those key games, some of those really 
really big key games against the Power Five that Commissioner Mike Oresco is saying this is why it should be a Power Six. What can you say about being a representation of this conference and that the commissioner himself is taking the time to note some of these Houston wins to say we're much better than maybe the American athletic gets respect for? Mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, I'm all about competition. I think that we can compete with anybody, like I said before. Uh, and I love it. I love the fact that he's trying to get us recognized uh, amongst those top top conferences, uh, and that you know that we can we can step up to the plate when we're called to. There was conversation last year with the Big 12 and realignment and, and would things change and Houston was brought up all the time. As a player, how did you navigate through that process and, and ultimately are you happy that you're sitting back here at the American? Um, to be honest, I don't really think that we paid too much attention to it. Uh, of course, it was uh, all over the media, so you know we had no choice but to see it. But I think uh, we kind of had the mindset we'll just let it fall where it fall, and whatever we whatever we end up going, we're just going to play whoever they put in front of us. But uh, I'm happy to be back here. Like I said, we got some great competition here, great exposure. So this is a great place for for uh, Houston to be. No Tom Herman, no Greg Ward Jr. has has led people on the outside looking in to want to define what you could be this year. You're from the inside looking out. You know it better than anybody. How would you define the team without Tom Herman, without Greg Ward Jr.? Uh, I would describe the team as the, the 2018 Houston Cougars. Uh, it's a different team. It's it's a it's still a hardworking team. We still got the same uh, principles that we had. Uh, but I, I would just like to, to 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 just not so much speak on it, but just just want the people who doubt us and the people who don't see us uh, as much without Coach Herman, uh, Coach Greg. I mean, uh, uh, without Greg, uh, to just just watch and see and see and see because we've been working hard. Stephen, before I let you go, you have a sheet in front of you of different things that you had to fill out to let people know about you. I want you to share three of these, of anything that you could pick on here. What three things would you want to share? Um, let's see. Uh, my favorite player is Des Bryant. Uh, my favorite team, sports team, is the Saints. Uh, and my favorite, oh, if I can describe myself in a hashtag, it would be hashtag Dream Chasing. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to why is Des Bryant your favorite? Uh, I just love his passion for the game. Uh, I love the way he plays. He kind of plays with like a savage dog mentality. Uh, that nobody can cover him, and I think that I want to model myself in that form uh, to get my confidence level to the point where I feel that I, when I step on the field, I have that same savage mentality. And the Saints? Why the Saints? Uh, I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, and it's always just been a dream watching them grow up. It's always been a dream uh, to have my home to play for my hometown team. And then you said that the hashtag would be Dream Chaser. Mm. And obviously, I mean, it's self-explanatory, but why choose that over anything else? Um, because I like what it symbolizes. It symbolizes uh, coming from uh, not really having much to motivate you but a dream, uh, something that you uh, have to create for yourself. Uh, a dream is something that you have to come up with yourself and it's the only, when, when all else fails, it's the only thing that continues to push you to achieve what you can achieve even when you don't have nothing to uh, show for it. Um, it just keeps you going and I think that symbolizes me.
and there's two on here that you didn't mention, but I'm going to mention them because we have the same favorite ice cream chocolate chip cookie dough and best place you have been is Disney World. So shout out to those two that you didn't mention because that's that's where we're similar. So yeah. I don't know if I run the same 40 that you do, but I think that, I think those gave it the same. Yeah.